Welcome to the Business with Beers podcast. My name is Brian Beers. I'm on a mission to help you build a fortune and gain freedom by scaling franchises. On this podcast, I bring on successful franchisees, emerging franchisors, and solo episodes on the mindset, strategies, and secrets that you need to know to build a successful franchise business. My brother and I have scaled our franchise to 32 locations doing $40 million a year in sales. And if I can do it, you can do it. Finally, if you enjoyed this podcast, you would love my weekly newsletter. Go to brianbeers.com to subscribe. Buying a franchise costs millions of dollars, right? Well, yes and no. People correlate franchises to big food brands like McDonald's, Wendy's, Taco Bell. They think of sports franchises, car dealerships, celebrities like Shaq, Mark Wahlberg, Drew Brees. People don't see the guy down the street who bought a painting franchise for $100,000 and now lives in a mansion, or the guy who started with one fitness studio, $75,000 down, rolled all the profits into future locations, and now he operates 10 locations doing $120,000 of profit per month. There's a vast range of franchise startup costs, depending on the concept, anywhere from $30,000 to a million dollars for a unit. So I've categorized franchises into five buckets to help make it easier to understand. We're looking at low-cost franchises, which are less than $100,000. Medium-low, which is going to be $100,000 to $200,000. Medium, which is $200,000 to $300,000. Medium-high, which is $300,000 to $500,000. And finally, high-cost franchises over half a million dollars. So when I say these numbers, like it's it's $100,000 or it's $150,000 to start it up, what's all included in that price. And so I think it's good to break it down. Every franchise provides an investment range in the item seven of their FDD. In it, it lists out everything you need to to pay for to start a franchise. This includes the franchise fee, which is like your ticket to enter, leasehold improvements on a build-out, furnitures, fixtures, equipment, vehicles, signage, inventory, grand open marketing, professional fees, lease deposits, insurance, training, travel, working capital. You know, franchisors survey all their franchisees of new locations that open in order to update this range every year. And there's there's a um, a large discrepancy in the the high and the low range based on how you choose to fund it. You know, for example, a vehicle on the low range could be a down payment on a lease, and on the high range, you could be buying it outright. You know, initial marketing, you could spend very little, or you could be spending tens of thousands of dollars. Working capital could be as low as zero, or you know, if you're in a heavy AR business, you may decide to have six months of expenses in there. You know, as you work with the franchisor and talk to other existing franchisees, you'll be able to narrow down your list of startup costs and you know, pinpoint before you start. The initial goal is just having a ballpark to see you know what uh, fits in your budget. So to start. Low-cost franchises. So these are going to be anywhere in the ballpark of $30,000 to $100,000 to start one up. They're going to be mobile businesses that can be operated out of your home. You could also use like a small storage facility if you needed to store equipment, park trucks. And you know you could own a couple local territories and you can make good money. But these will be hard to scale beyond a handful of units. You know, most people start these as owner operator, which means, you know, you're going to be running the day to day. It doesn't mean you're turning a wrench or like painting the house or whatever, but you're focused on driving the business, hiring, networking, setting goals, financials. You're probably doing sales, you're doing customer service, you're scheduling work. You know, you're doing everything you need to, to get the business off the ground and make it successful. 
You know, the types of these franchises include a dry, uh, dryer vent cleaning, drywall repairs, you know, popsicles, you know, dog waste removal, uh, you know, think things like that. Very low overhead to start, very low startup costs, you know, usually pretty good margins. And you go from there. And hit me up if, you, if you're if you interested in learning how to buy a franchise. You know, I have a team. We work one-on-one with candidates and help them through the entire process to learn about what fits them the best based on their goals, budget, skills, and locations. So next up, we have medium cost franchises. So these are going to be ones that are going to be like 100 to 200 grand. You know, these are going to operate out of a small office or a flex space, which is kind of a combination of warehouse with a little bit of an office. You know, and almost all of these are going to be mobile businesses and that you are going to go to the customer. You know, you don't have like a retail, a brick and mortar storefront. And like the low cost franchises, you can own a couple local territories, you can make good money, but they're going to be harder to scale across the country. But the good news is once you establish you know, a couple of these units, they should be able to generate enough cash flow that you can hire a full-time general manager to run the day-to-day. This allows you as the owner to work on the business and not in the business. And every higher cost category from here on out will support that general manager model. So a couple of these concepts in this range of 100 to 200,000 is residential plumbing, dumpster rentals, in-home uh, residential cleaning, senior care, and painting. So a lot of things in home services, like I said, you're going to the customer. These are all very good businesses. And so that's what we have in that category. Next up, we have medium cost franchises. So these are going to be ones in that two hundred dollars to $300,000 range. You know, location-wise, you know, it's either going to be uh, that kind of that flex space that I talked about earlier or in a small retail space. One that doesn't have a huge build-out cost, but one that you know does require uh, some good amount of capital. And the good news is this higher barrier of entry allows you to carve out a niche and focus more on operations and marketing. So these businesses will be a little bit easier to scale to multi-unit than some of those lower cost options because they're more process-driven than more people-driven. A couple of these examples are fence sales and installation, uh, a concept where you buy, sell, and trade used consumer electronics, assisted stretching, which is in the fitness space, you know, anything in the you know, uh, fire, mold, water remediation business, drain cleaning, plumbing, you know, some other plumbing companies. So you know, we're getting kind of now more into the trades, ones that require equipment, right? And so anyway, hit me up if you'd like to learn any more about any of these. We work with you one-on-one throughout the whole process. Next, medium high to high cost franchises. So now we're at 300 to 500 grand. So you're getting into more expensive retail build outs, heavier equipment, inventory focused. So much higher barrier, right? But these businesses are very scalable. Other franchisees may have 20, 50, even 100 units. But your success in these is highly dependent on your ability to execute the model. You know, Midas, for example, you know, the business I'm I'm in, my own stores, you know, range from stores doing two million dollars, which are which are really good stores, to seven hundred thousand, where we're we're basically losing money. We have the same exact marketing size, quality of locations. The difference is is our team's ability to execute, even within the same franchise system. So, a couple of these examples. You've got auto repair and tires. You've got holiday lighting and landscaping. You've got some coffee concepts of drive-through coffee. You've got tree service. Bigger build-outs, more equipment. That's what we're looking at there. And finally, high-cost franchises. These are the ones that are cost uh, over half a million dollars. You're going to be 
in the big money now. These are expensive retails. These are heavy, heavy equipment, heavy inventory. We're thinking furniture stores, big tire retailers, you know, alternative fitness, wellness, you know, gyms, German beer, beer pubs. And similar to Bob, your success in these is highly dependent on your ability to execute the model, which could vary widely. So a big question is, does a higher cost equal a higher return? To be honest, some of the average sales per unit of these high cost, half a million dollar plus franchises aren't much different than the average sales volume of lower cost franchises. And I'd much rather invest into five units at $200,000 a piece than having one single unit for a million dollars. Every location and territory, whatever, will go through ups and downs. And the more units you have, the less variance in overall performance. If you only have one location, your cash flow will be on a roller coaster. And as you can see, there's a franchise for almost everyone. Franchising provides a great path to generate significant cash flow, build wealth, and create freedom. And when you're ready, as always, there's three ways I can help. I have a group coaching program. If you're brand new to franchising, there's a course, there's group calls, there's franchise webinars, there's a private group chat, very affordable. You can go to brianbeers.com and find a link for that. I also have a team that does personalized franchise matching. So we help you find the best franchise for you based on your skills, budget, goals, and location. And I have my newsletter, brianbeers.com to subscribe. So that is all I have for today. Hopefully this helps you give uh, you a pretty good idea of the range of franchises that you can get into. And we'll see you next time. Cheers. That's all we got for this episode with the Business with Beers podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is to rate the show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen. Also make sure to link up with me on your preferred social media platforms, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can find all my links at brianbeers.com. Please just share the podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. And until next time, remember to take the actions others won't to live the life that others don't. 